Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Man, I sound rough. <laughs> Sex Panther, what's going on? Oh, happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Great weekend. We've got college basketball, college football, doing NFL show. But this is it. This is the regular, well, the last show for us this year. You know, I don't know if you paid attention, Arch. Damn parlay. I, I, won, I played five basketball games yesterday, won four of them. The one that I lost was in the damn parlay. No shit. It's <laughs> fucking how my luck is going this year. I need a new year, Phil. You bring in the happy new year for me with those damn fighting Irish, baby. Yeah, man, that was pretty sweet. They uh, they won a bowl game for for what seems like the first time in forever. I um, swear. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great, and um, you know, it sounds like we have a, a a nice stud in Sam Hartman coming in to play quarterback next year. So I'm I'm geeked up for 2023 Irish football. And uh, so I'm I'm ready to turn the page into 2023 and and see what happens. I'm excited for the book club and and everything that we have going on. How did Notre Dame win? Was the other team just everybody in the transfer portal or what? Actually, South Carolina, man. Team. Well, they did. They lost a lot of players, but Notre Dame was a better team. If you if you take away Buckner's two pick sixes and one of them was a 100 yarder, I mean, they actually outclassed South Carolina. But South Carolina was missing a ton of players. Yeah, oh, yeah, there, and there it is. Um, there it is. okay. But but Beamer, man, he pulled out all the stops. They they ran like a, a fake field goal that resulted in a touchdown. They had, uh, I think, on one drive in the first half, they had three defensive players take offensive snaps. Um, it was very entertaining from from like a watching point of view. Uh, mm. But Notre Dame was certainly the better team. Well, congratulations, Irish, you did it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love when the uh, when the NFL show turns into a, a Notre Dame show. That's that's my favorite part. <laughs> Well, that's that's the end of our Notre Dame season. So now it's time to talk some NFL. And uh, Arch, I'm not in love with this day. It's getting tough. It's it's getting tough. This is the time of year where it's it's almost like gambling, betting on the NFL. Right. Almost like gambling. Almost like gambling. Yep. All right. Well, fuck. Let's get to it. Panther, what are you looking at to start the start the show? Let's let's try a Norris division matchup. We got the Bears hitting the road, going to take on Detroit. Detroit kind of did a little face plant last week. We we're all high on Detroit making the playoffs, and uh, that that loss at Carolina, quite a convincing loss, really. Um, kind of put a little bit of a, a black mark on their goals, but now they got the Bears coming in with a one and six record. I think we t- their offense has not been looking that good. Everything we say about Justin Fields and how much we love Justin Fields. They've only put up a 20 spot in uh, their last four games. They've lost five straight. Now, albeit against some pretty decent competition, especially the last two weeks uh, going against Philadelphia and Buffalo. Now they're going to Detroit, take on a team that 
comparatively speaking, compared to the Bears, is an offensive juggernaut. I think the Lions, going against this Bears, absolute putrid defense, can get back to their scoring ways, their winning ways. And I just don't think Justin Fields, if he even plays, uh, and that offense can generate enough to keep up. I'm going to lay these six points and put my money on the Lions. I'm I'm with you on the Lions here. Um, The Bears... They have given new life to our worst team in the NFL bet. Uh, Hell yeah. Yes, sir. (laughs) A recent five-game skid. Uh, The Lions, I think, will, you know, I I think they'll easily win this game. The Bears look a lot different now than they did, you know, three or four weeks ago. If I'm the if I'm the Chicago Bears, I don't even I don't even trot Justin Fields out there. You know, I I I, you know no reason to, right? Yeah, wave the white flag, get my get my draft pick you know, try and improve this team. We've seen enough from fields this year and he's, he's paid enough bills around my house. Um, I, I don't want to trot him out there and get him hurt for next year. I think the lions handle business. Jared golf will look sharp and uh, they should be able to do whatever they want on offense. So um, I'm, I'm comfortable with this number all the way to a touchdown. Ooh, the touchdown with the extra point. So you're up to seven. I'm up to seven. Okay. Just making sure. Not, not if I can bet it, not the two point conversion it, rate. No, but if I could bet it, it's the Sports Illustrated book. I'd be even happier. We've got to get somebody in that state. I don't know. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah, that's insane. They can't be right. Their API must just be broken. Sports Illustrated can't be that bad, even though I have seen some of their swimsuit edition covers that so makes me think they are that bad now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah. 100% agree with you guys. We're going to kiss a death this. I'm going to take Detroit as well, minus the six. And... Uh, there's no way they can bumble this up. They can't give Chicago a win. Oh, my God. If if Detroit loses somehow to Chicago and just tanks our bet, I'm going to have to pay a visit to John Hyslop and, and uh, with a, you know, a sock full of quarters. <laughs> All right. Next game up, we're going to take a look at another one of Arch's favorite losers. Indianapolis Colts are going to hit the road and go take on the New York Giants. We know not everybody is all that convinced that the Giants are a very good team. They've lost three of their last five, um, but they've played a pretty decent schedule. Their last five games, they've played Minnesota, Washington twice, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Lost three of those five, got spanked by Philadelphia, but the Colts... I think we, I don't know what we thought when they, when they blew that game against Minnesota, I I don't know how a team, how our locker room comes back from that. That was an absolute disaster that I don't know. Saturday is a leader of men, but what do you say to a team that blows a 33 point lead in the second half? They've gotten obliterated. uh, The other two games against the chargers and Dallas giving up a 54 spot like this Colts team. I know we keep talking about the, the, the bears being one of the worst or, um, hell, even the Texans, as long as they have Davis Mills, are better than the freaking Colts here. I, I don't know that I'm betting on the Giants as much as I'm fading the Colts. Um, five and a half actually seems doable, so I will lay the five and a half and put my money on the G-Men. Yep, I'm, I'm with you again, Panther. I'm, I'm laying it here against my, my favorite Indianapolis Colts. They stink, and uh, Nick Foles... Look like a look like a guy that probably should have retired a few years ago last week. You know, throwing the three picks. Um, the Giants they put up an impressive effort against the the Vikings and they lost on a a sixty one yard field goal. So uh, they hung in there with what I think is a, a really good Vikings team despite their uh, point differential. But <laughs> I like this this Giants team to at least handle business here at home. Um, I think the the Colts have probably mentally checked out, like you said, 
And um, that should be all your all, all she wrote. So I'm laying the five and a half and I'm pretty comfortable with it. You know, all things being equal, if this was a real NFL team, a real grown up NFL team, I probably would be betting the Colts at a weird five and a half on the road number. But they're not. They're not a real team. This is a disaster. They should have never fired their head coach. This has been an unmitigated disaster. Uh, it, it, it just boggles the mind that this is this is the path they chose. This has to be intentional sabotage. There's no other way to to, to look at it. They intentionally de- des- destroyed their team. God damn. Yeah, and they and they let Nick Sirianni walk out of the building too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're. I mean, they're. This might be the worst ownership than the, than the Commanders, the Redskins, the, the 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 football club. This might be the worst ownership now in all of sports. I'll lean Indianapolis. Fuck it. I'll just lean them because, you know, the Giants are clusterfucks too. <laughs> Giants win this. And I think they get that asterisk, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, next game up. This one we are. I feel like I'm truly gambling on this one. We're going to look at Carolina going to Tampa Bay. I, you know, Max keeps talking uh, on Mondays and we do a recap and stuff. We're just waiting for Tampa Bay, right? The Tampa Bay we see on paper to show up and you got Tom Brady, the GOAT, the future Hall of Famer. You got all these wide receivers, all this talent, and I haven't seen it. At no point this season have we – I think the best we've seen Tampa Bay was when they played the Chiefs, they scored 31, and they still lost by 10. This is at best – a 20-point team, and I think their 17.7 offensive average is about right. They're going against a Carolina team that we thought packed it in, uh, especially when they traded away Christian McCaffrey. But listen, this team can run. Getting rid of Matt Rule seemed to be the actual answer to what they needed to fix in Carolina. They've won three of their last four. Um, They were in that game against Pittsburgh, probably could have won that one. I I hate Tampa Bay. I mean, I love Tampa Bay, but God, I hate Tampa Bay. There's nothing, there's no identity about this Buccaneers team that you can grab a hold and say, hey, they do this well. They don't do anything well. So I think, I think a live play, Caroline is a live play to win this game outright, but I'm going to take the four points and put my money on the Panthers. Yeah, this one's, this one's really tough for me. Um, you know, the Bucks, they've lost 12 out of the, their last 13 ATS. Um, so this is a, a public team, and you know you, you, you keep getting roped into this number. They don't run the ball well. Uh, they're not efficient on, on offense throwing the ball. You know, you're asking a, a 73-year-old man to throw the ball 52 times a game. It's, it's, it's not a good recipe for success. Um, with that being said, I think that the Bucks are, um, you know, probably going to cover this number at home starting to get playoff ready. I think the Bucks probably win a game in the playoffs they're not supposed to just because that would be that would be very Tom Brady like uh the thing to do. So, um I'm taking Tampa Bay here. I hate it, but I think that's that's where my my head saying go. Mm. I don't know if you know this stat Phil, but I thought in this interesting quarterbacks that post multiple homoerotic pictures with their son are 1 in 99 ATS when as a home favorite. That 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 may sway my my algorithm. I forgot to add that category. <laughs> forgot to add that category. Another fucking picture of Tom being weird with his son. Good job. I'm gonna lean Carolina here, but I'm not betting this game. <laughs> I'm betting this game. All right. One more game for me. Another Norris Division matchup. We got the Vikings and the Packers. Look now, here come the Packers. There's a three straight going against a Minnesota team that. 
I'm not sure what it is, but I'm pretty sure with their 12 and three record, they're still sporting a negative uh, point differential. Two of their three losses have come on the road. They've never, never have they really fared very well going to Lambeau Field. This one will be in Lambeau. Uh, you know, the last couple of times that I've seen Aaron Rodgers out there, he actually looks like he's got his mojo back. He's smiling. He's laughing. He's th- He's happy. Um, defense is playing better than Arch thinks they are, and uh, they look like they might be back. This is a winnable game for the Packers. Minnesota, I'm not dubbing them a frauds. They really don't have anything to play for, right? They pretty much have their seed locked up. Uh, so I don't know how much of a tryhard there's going to be out there for the Vikings. So I think the Packers win this, and as we've seen when the Vikings lose, they lose in glorious fashion. I'm expecting another one. Packers in a route. I'm going to lay the three and take the pack. I'm on the Vikes here. Uh, three and a half. I'm on the money line. I like it. Any way you slice it up, I like the Vikings here. Uh, the Packers, uh, I, I, it does look like Aaron Rodgers is having fun. Um, Christian Watson, he's a little bit dinged up. So that I think that's huge because the, the uh, Packers are pretty thin at wide out and have been all year. Um, I, I just I, I don't see them them winning this game, even though it's at home. Uh, the Vikings find a way to get it done week after week. I don't care about their point differential. In fact, the mutual fund, we just placed some futures. So we, we part of that package was the Vikings to win the NFC and the small sprinkle on their uh, their Super Bowl odds. So I'm high on this Vikings team the rest of the way. I like the three and a half. I like the money line and uh, I'm happy to take it. Man, uh, I th- yeah, I'm leaning the Vikings here with that three and a half. I think I think the Packers Packers probably do win the game outright, but Minnesota they they always keep it close. Except except as Panther pointed out, when they do lose, it, it is glorious. Do you think Minnesota has nothing to play for? I mean, right? They lost to the Eagles, so that I mean, it is conceivable, right? If the Eagles drop two and Minnesota wins out, they'd be the number one seed, right? Mm, I, yeah, be, but then they probably need help from Dallas too, wouldn't they? Because Dallas beat them. Yeah, but it, oh, that's true. Yeah, but, no, wait. I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. I'll still, I'll still lean Minnesota. I still think they're going to try. They're still playing for something. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Jefferson's going to be out there because he's got all those personal accolades that he's going to be chasing, the, you know, the 2,000 yards, the, you know, most ever yards in NFL history, all that stuff. So I, I think he's going to be out there because he's probably got some, some big, uh, big, you know, multipliers in his contract. Do it this week. And then there's no asterisk next next to your name. In my mind, do it do it this week, and then people don't have to say, "Well, it took an extra game to do it." You know? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah all that stuff yeah. with Cooper Cup last year. Yeah, exactly, a, yeah, exactly. Yep. Right. I, I, I'm a big Jefferson fan. I'm a big Vikings fan, but I just I like the way the Packers are playing right now, and they just seem like I don't want to call them a team of destiny, but they just seem to have things going right. There's right a lot now. of team so, of destinies out there right now. I think there's like three. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it took a, an undiagnosed head injury uh, for the, the Packers to, to scrape by and win that game last week. So I'm not real confident in the Packers. <laughs> They're just trying to kill that right kid. Or two. Uh... Good. <laughs> Arch, Arch, I'm done. What do you got? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Um, see here. Let's uh, scroll up a bit. I'm always better going third and second. Let's see here. Uh, Cleveland is playing Washington. And Washington, for reasons I can't comprehend, are a two and a half point home favorite. So I'm okay, I'll take it. Thank you very much. Um, we all know Cleveland's problems. It's very up and down, very, very seesaw. One week they look okay, the next week they look terrible. I think we're gonna catch them on an okay cycle here. I think Cleveland wins. Uh give me Cleveland 50 bucks plus two and a half. Yeah, Cleveland's so hard because we've got this small sample of Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've got, you know, obviously we've got the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt running attack, the running duo. Um, and you can, you can run on Washington. It's not like they're uh, unstoppable. Matter of fact, if you look what McCaffrey and uh, Saquon Barkley have done like the last two slash three games, they had that back to back with the Giants. Uh, you can run on this team. And I think that's where Cleveland is going to have to go and can get it done here. But Deshaun Watson, He's going to get better as he goes as we're running out of season to see as you know, get the rust off of him. But this offense just I'm not enamored by them. They, they scored 10 points against New Orleans last week, 13 against Baltimore, 10 against Cincinnati. I mean, you have to go to the Houston Texans game where they scored 27 and Houston Texans defense just isn't very good. I think Washington's the play here, but that the two, two and a half just kind of weird to me. So I'm just going to lean the commanders. I'm going to have a play on the Browns here as well. I, I think they went outright, and uh, the two points is a bonus. Um, you know, we, we've got this commander's team that has given the nod to Carson Wentz again. So oh. uh, that, that worked out really well the first time. So, um, Kyle, sorry, buddy, but, um, you know, Carson Wentz stinks. Everyone and hates I, I, Wentz. Everyone hates Wentz.com. Um, but the, we're, we're going to see Deshaun continue to just hand it off to Nick Chubb and, you know, this Cleveland ground and pound attack should get it done against the commanders. Um, you know, we, we saw the commanders get just absolutely obliterated by San Francisco last time out. Um, so this is this is a defense that's it's trending in the wrong direction, in my opinion. I think the Browns have enough weaponry to, to you know, win the game outright. So, um, you know, I'll take the two, but I'll also take the money line. Nice, nice. What is going on in Washington? What, I mean, what kind of strategy is it to come out and say, well, Heineke always wins, so we start him until, and it, it, until he doesn't win, and then you bench him and just pull somebody else? What, what's, what's the plan here? What's the strategy? I, I can't make heads or tails of what old Ron's doing over there. I don't think Ron's ever had his quarterback. I, I don't think he's never had – the uh, the franchise guy Haskins never worked out. He's got these plethora of rotating veterans coming in, and n- nobody likes Wentz. I don't know what they were even thinking when they signed Wentz, but um, no, I don't. I don't know. Like Heineke wins games, 
then uh, okay so he has one bad game and they 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 lose like you're gonna pin that on the quarterback i don't I don't get what's going on, and maybe it's the the pressure and all the hoopla that's going on with uh, the ownership and the selling of the team or dealing with the league, and maybe that all trickles down to Rivera. I don't know, but Washington seems like an absolute clusterfuck. It's almost like they're they're run by the people that are over at the Pentagon or something. (laughs) There'd be a lot of money missing then. Okay, let's move on. Um, Let's look at the hottest team in football. One of the best teams in football right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Houston Texans. One of the best teams in football right now. They they are standing toe-to-toe with everybody. And we just need to win one more game. Maybe it's this weekend? I don't don't, don't know. But I do think they cover this four points, guys. So I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus four for 50 bucks. This is an interesting game because much like Tennessee on Thursday night, Jacksonville really doesn't have to win this game. This game doesn't matter. Next week matters when they play Tennessee and Houston. uh, I think you're rooting for Houston just because of your bears play. But listen, this is not a bad team. Houston's losses, all those losses, they were in those games, even went toe to toe with the chiefs, uh, took them into overtime with Davis mills at quarterback. Um, they're in some of these games now. They are 0-6-1 and at home, so they haven't been getting anything done at home. So, assuming Jacksonville wants to win this game, I, I don't think they should take the foot off the gas. They're playing really good football. I don't think they should take the Tennessee approach and give themselves a bye week uh, going into next week's basically first playoff game for them. Um, this is a, I think this is a game that Jacksonville needs to have. So I'm leaning Jacksonville, but uh, this game just kind of – too many, too many variables here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the Texans have won nine in a row against the Jaguars, which is kind of an odd stat that they've won nine anythings in a row. Like, it's, it's wild to me. That's an indictment um, against Jacksonville. Isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Um, but I, I, what are we getting? Is Rogue four here at Unibet? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that four. Um, Doug Peterson said he's not going to rest any of his his starters, even though next week is you know the de facto playoff game for the for the division title. Um, but I, I don't think we're going to see a a hugely motivated bunch here. Um, even though this this Jacksonville team is playing really good football, um, I like this Texan squad. You're you're right, man. They they've been playing toe to toe with everybody. So um, you know they haven't quit. I certainly hope they win outright because that that would that would really put us back in the catbird seat. Um, you know, with our Bears' worst team in the NFL play. So uh, I'm emotionally invested in the Texans, and I'm going to play it with my wallet as well. All right. I love it. All right. Next up, we're looking at Denver going to Kansas City. You know what I'm going to do. I keep doing it. De- Kansas City is one of the most publicly bet teams in the NFL. They're currently minus, you know, 13, 13 and a half in that range. I'm trying to look at Pinnacle, see what they've got. Yeah, 13 and a half is what we're getting here at Pinnacle. Give me the Broncos plus 13 and a half. Uh, it's a divisional game. It's rivalry. Denver stinks, but they can hang with Kansas City. They won't win, but they can hang with Kansas City. 50 bucks on the Broncos. Let's ride. I like to say Kansas City doesn't blow anybody out, but then they did cover the 14 points last week against Seattle. Um, I mean, they, they, Kansas City's got to play. They got to win if they want that, that number one seed. Hope Buffalo trips up against Cincinnati this week. But Denver, I think this is an overreaction. I think people saw that score from the Rams game last week, and it, it, this just got bet up. You know, Kansas City's offense is well documented for the last, what, five years with Mahomes a quarterback. 
Broncos are horrible on the road. They're horrible offensively. Everybody's throwing shit at Russell Wilson, justifiably. I think the Broncos, I mean, if, if Kansas City has their will offensively, they're going to cover. But if the Broncos actually shows up like they have the majority of the season, not against the Rams, uh, they keep it within that 12 and a half, 13 and a half, whatever. See, I'm seeing 12 and a half at, at Caesars, but. Um, I'm leaning the Chiefs because, man, I think the Broncos are right there with the Colts. This team's fucking terrible. Yep, Broncos country. Let's ride. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm uh, taking the, the 13 and a half. I think we just see a dead cat bounce here, um, you know, with the, the head coach being ousted. Um, you know, even saw that happen with the Colts, you know, as bad as the Colts are. You know, they still got up for the, you know, Saturday's first game. So I think that's, that's sort of the same thing we're going to see here. 13 and a half is just a ton. And the, the Chiefs struggle with big numbers. I mean, they, they struggle to cover any spread just because they're so public. So I think the line is inflated. The Broncos certainly can can muck up this game, slow down the tempo, and uh, you know hopefully keep it within two touchdowns. So let's go Denver. All right, love it, love it. I already I can see some mutual fund plays coming our way. I thank goodness because last week was bare bones. It was. We could not agree on a thing, a single thing. Uh, here we go. This is the play. You know, every week I tell you, you got to have one bet, one bet that makes you physically ill to do it. And here we go. Norland's playing Philadelphia. Philadelphia, one of my top teams in my power rankings, one of the teams I hold in the highest esteem in the NFL, just so we're clear, is, is uh, minus five and a half. And I don't like it. Something smells rotten. I'm going to jump on the New Orleans Saints plus. Looks like I can't get a six. I'm going to take New Orleans plus six for 50 bucks. Interesting with the Eagles is that maybe this is the Jalen Hurts factor. He's not going to play again, Gardner Minshew. But listen, Minshew and the Eagles offense did their job last week. It's their defense that let them down, giving up 40 points to the Cowboys. The Saints, no way, shape, or form are scoring 40 points. Problem is, the Saints defense has been pretty good. And even when the Saints lose, they lose close games. Uh, they've been they're not good on the road. Two and five on the road. Philadelphia six and one at home. I think the Eagles bounce back. I think that line is just weird. I actually probably would have felt more comfortable at Philadelphia, like minus six and a half or seven was a uh -huh, five and a half uh -huh. kind of threw me uh -huh. off. So uh yeah, I, I I'm leaning the Eagles, but um that line stinks. Yeah, it looks like another rogue six and a half at Unibet, Arch. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I mean, I, Unibet stopped taking my money a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, MGM with that six is not going to take my money. So somebody, <laughs> one of us is going to have to figure something out here because I'm, I'm also on the Saints. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew, he, he, looked, he looked pretty darn good last week. You know, Minshew mania, you know, the stash shirts were, were in full bore. But, um, you know, I just, I, I don't see, I don't see the, the Eagles blowing anybody out. They'll probably win the game at home. You know, um, I, I just the Eagles have just an embarrassment of weapons all over the field. Um, but, you know, they've, they've got some injuries, especially on the offensive line, which I think, you know, kind of fly under the radar here. And uh, I, I think the Saints can can hang within this number. So give me the six and a half or the six. I'm comfortable either way. And uh, go Saints. There we go. G-E-A-U-X. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I've got more I could talk about, but I've been monopolizing so much time. Phil, any games we should be looking at that, that caught your attention? No, we, we've already hit on them. We, I, I really wanted to talk about that Kansas City game. Okay. Uh, you know that 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 really stuck out in my mind with the the head coaching change. So 
uh, that was that was the main one I wanted to hit. Okay, well, let's talk about the Jets and the Seahawks. Uh, this is a weird one. Jets minus one and a half on the road. It's it's, it's close. It's 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 almost there. Telling me to bet Seattle. It's teetering. If if one of you can give me a nudge, I might end up betting Seattle. I wanted to bet Seattle, but their defense has been pretty bad. Um, they they get run on, and I think the Jets are going to probably want to make an effort to run because you know how much we all love Zach Wilson. He's like one of our top quarterbacks <laughs> uh, that we love uh, with the Jets. But you look at this Jets offense; their offense is just just consistently gotten worse four weeks ago they scored 22 then they scored 12 then they scored 17 and then they scored three last week i mean jacksonville we know they're red hot but we don't know them for their defense you only scored three points against the jags now, seattle's defense like i said is that's what scared me off i think seattle wins this game but they're only three and four at home they don't even have that the home field advantage and their defense has been uh, slightly on the wrong side of mediocre, so that's that's probably what spooked me off of this one. What do you think, Phil? I like the I like the Jets here, uh. and I like the I like the Jets because Mike White is going to be back under center. So, um, you know, really happy to see that. I, I think Zach Wilson's time in in New York is certainly over. That guy really sucks, and uh, you know, so let's see what Mike White's got the rest of the year, and. Um, this Seattle team, boy, they they have really regressed. You have to hand it to Pete Carroll. They they kept the wheels on this thing for a really long time. Um, you know, they they really outpunched their weight class here in the, the beginning of the year. Um, but I just that you know we're we're starting to see that slide, and Seattle's becoming who who we thought they were. So I like the Jets here. Um, you know, whatever number I can get on the money line. Mm, all right, one more. Dan, Dan. Yeah, go ahead. Just touch on that real quick, though. We're, we're talking about Seattle regressing, or they've, they've lost three in a row, four of the last five, but it's to Kansas City. They lost to San Francisco. They lost to Carolina in their three consecutive losses. I mean, those aren't bad teams. Like they're, they're getting beat by Kansas City and San Francisco are an absolute legit Super Bowl contenders. The Jets are not. I, I think this is really a coin flip game. Now, just the, the other side of the coin there, the, the Jets have – an elite defense. I mean, there is no bones about it. They have a shutdown corner. They create the most penetration in the league without blitzing. Um, you know, and and prior to those losses to Kansas City, San Francisco, Carolina, they beat the Rams, lost to Las Vegas, lost to Tampa Bay. So I mean, they they lost to bad teams also during this skid. So um, I'm, that, that's why I'm comfortable with the Jets. But I, I can certainly see your point of view as well. Hmm. Oh, it'll be a fun game to see. See who see who wins. I would have uh, thought this would be a game that we'd be interested in watching. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, but it is an interesting game. Channel. Yeah. Yep. Much more than this one, although I am leaning a particular team. Uh, Pittsburgh is playing Baltimore. Baltimore's minus two at home. Maybe two and a half if you wanted to, to go that route. But man, Pittsburgh lucked into a win last week. Can they luck into another win this week against the Ravens? I don't know. I'm kind of leaning the Ravens here, Panther. So these guys just played, what, three or four weeks ago. Baltimore eked out a two-point win. That's the only blemish the Steelers have had in the last, what, five weeks. All their games are close. Pittsburgh is not lighting up the scoreboard by any stretch, but their defense is playing a lot better. They have the most points they've given up in the last five weeks, 17. And that was <laughs> Of all teams, that was the fucking Colts. Um, <laughs> this Ravens team, for everything that we think of them, 
man, their offense is not moving the ball. They're not scoring. This is a win. I'm rooting for Pittsburgh here just because I'd love to see Tomlin get above 500 again. We I mailed him in. I thought they were done. Head to rights. This Baltimore team, listen, apologies to Minnesota, but this is the biggest mirage of playoff football that we're going to see. I don't know if it's Harbaugh, the lack of Lamar, or or what the hell's going on here, but I don't like Baltimore. I'm leaning Pittsburgh, but this, this one's just a little too close. Uh, am I far off here, Phil? No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys on Pittsburgh. Um, you know, without Lamar, I think the Ravens are just unbettable. You know, they, they have won some close games. Um, you know, th- this Pittsburgh Steelers defense is, is playing like their hair's on fire. So, you know, I, I, I'm with you. I mailed in the Steelers probably, you know, a month or a month, month and a half ago. And, uh, you know, th- this Ravens team, biggest fraud in the NFL. They fooled me. You know, I, I had bet uh, their season win total over 10 and a half, um, you know, about, about six weeks ago. So, uh, you know, and then Lamar got hurt. So I'm ruined. I hate the Ravens. Uh, I do like J.K. Dobbins overs tomorrow with rushing yards. So uh, I'll be playing that, but I'm, I'm certainly going to be on the Steelers here. All right. That's it. That's all the games I really wanted to talk about. Um, so and there's nothing else, right, Phil? We're good. Yeah, we're good. And we, we nearly touched them all. So that, that feels good. Them all. Yeah. Wow. We just didn't touch the Rams Chargers. Like, like Tom Brady and his son. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. was that was that nine and a half? The 49ers are giving up to the Raiders. I mean, Raiders got that. That is a locker room. The yep. mess right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine and a half yeah, no, is like too many. Yeah. Garrett Stidham getting the start there in Las Vegas. So that, that's Christ. That's going to be that is going to be a mess. I think it's it's Niners or nothing, but that that's a lot of points. I would probably lean the Raiders slightly, slightly, but I don't like it. Uh, they're certainly capable of just getting obliterated, just just getting just destroyed. To the San yeah, how's, how's Jared Stidham in the NFL? You know, Panther, I know you watch as much college football as I do. You, you probably remember this guy at Baylor. I mean, he's he's not very good. Yeah, wasn't he at New England there for a while? Yeah, yeah. well, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah I, I, man, he's he's a career backup. Like, I don't. I don't know what the Raiders are thinking with I mean they didn't waive Derek Carr they just benched him he walked away from the team but they're gonna waive him they have to waive him for that bonus to kick in but you look at this Raiders team and I'm you know I'm looking at it here they're six and nine right they lost to Pittsburgh by three they lost to the Rams by one they lost to the Colts by five they lost to Jacksonville by seven they did get the piss smacked out of them at New Orleans they lost to the Chiefs by one they lost to Tennessee by two they lost to Arizona with that god-awful collapse in the fourth quarter over this team could fucking be like 10 and five or better like they're I'm not putting this on Derek Carr I'm really it really makes me sick to my stomach but um Sidham's not the answer. I think he's just there to write out the last two games. And uh, I don't I don't even know what their draft pick situation is like, what they got going into next year, but they've got to go get a quarterback. And I don't know if they're going to – if it's the Tom Brady thing, the Aaron Rodgers thing, I get a rookie thing. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's a mess. And I'm not sure McDaniels is the right guy to lead a team in transition. I don't think he's the right guy to lead any team ever, you know, so uh, a very good coordinator, but his head coaching tenure has not ever looked very good, especially his short time with the Indianapolis Colts. 
I think they locked out. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, it could be worse for them. They could have even worse head coach than they have now. Yeah, yeah. That, that, somehow they got him out of the building after what, like two or three hours. So mm. that that really worked out. Perfect, perfect. All right. Uh, before we close up, you've heard Phil and I made mention of the mutual fund. Phil, should we explain real quick? Give me your thumbnail sketch of what the mutual fund is. The mutual fund, sir, is where all of the DGENs now are on board. And we've all invested our, our personal money to gamble it. And uh, what we do with the winnings is we take a percentage and we'll be giving it back to book club members. So it's it's sort of like Robin Hood here. We're robbing from the rich sports books and giving it back to our our people. Um, we have a, a really nice ROI in the, the three or four weeks that we've been doing it. Uh, it is not accidental. And, you know, we're, we're hitting on all these boosts. It's about to be racing season. Arches is hotter than a hotter than the sun in NBA and, and college basketball. So uh, things are really going good. And it's it's it, nobody else in the industry is doing this, taking their money, putting it, putting it where their mouth is. We are betting these games to give it back to you. So um, it's just an awesome, awesome premise. I'm excited to be part of it. And I, I can't wait and can't wait. I'm counting down the days until february nascar season's about to be back baby and there's already a little nascar action happening right there is there is steve and i have both placed our very first championship win wagers so exciting time to be alive at the the speedway steve 2 headquarters all right well that sounds good panther why don't you take us home uh all right let's get out of here with our last parlay of the year um well you got a lock of the day here phil what do you got Detroit Rock City Lions. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> Arch, what do you got? Denver Broncos plus the uh, 13 and a half. Denver plus 13 and a Panther, half. Panther, if you wanted the Lions, you can give me oh, the we're Jets good. money I got, line. I'm, okay. I'm going to fade your Colts, buddy. That sounds good, too. I'm going to fade your Colts and take we'll take the Lions, the Giants, and God forsake the fucking Broncos. <laughs> uh, but hey. We're not banking on a win. We're just banking on the cover. Damn near two touchdowns. That will be your uh, DGen parlay for this final NFL weekend of 2022. Uh, listen, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But it is the book club. You guys got to get in there. There's so much activity that goes on. Max and I are like are part of that mutual fund now. And not To give you guys a little bit more confidence, Max and I, what we think of our picks or whatever, <laughs> we don't influence the mutual fund. We we trust the guys that know. It's like giving our money to our financial advisors. These are our gamut, man. Listen, I know some stuff. I know some sports, but what Phil does with fucking NASCAR and what Arch does with darts and CSGO and all that, I don't even need to know. Just make me some money. You guys can join the book club, and you can get in there and follow the mutual fund. You guys can get make some money, too. But most importantly, we need you guys to get in there and shoot the shit with us. We're going to holler right back. Let us know what you did last week, what you're doing this week. And uh, last but not least, Happy New Year and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.